0: This is the daily travel tips podcast with reliable information for travel agents, wedding planners, families, friends, Insta travelers and others related to traveling and tourism. Greetings, travel tips podcast listeners. This is Kai speaking. Hello, how are you? I'm hoping you are doing good. I am about to finish my day a bit earlier as usual, but it was a really, really busy day busy exhausted exhausting I'm happy exhausted let me say it like that I got quite a lot uh, done and um, that is good anyway I wanted to talk today about one of my favorite places to go I'm updating the website at the moment and uh, I came across Siancan. Like I said one of my absolute favorite places to go and I thought that will be my podcast topic today. The National Park of Siancan or as they say here the Biosphere Reserve in Spanish Reserva de la Biosfera Siancan. My entire tour guide career started there. Leo if you're listening, it's all your fault. Uh, Leo used to be my former boss and he lured me in, into that type of business, but that's a different story. Uh, anyway, Sian Khan, let's start with the name Is Mayan and translated means something like the place where the sky is born and if you look at the colors if you're down there in a boat or on a boat and you are on a, if you're lucky on the day where there is hardly any wind so you don't have any uh, waves on the lagoon the uh, the surface of the water is like a mirror I have some few pictures. It is a very special occasion that this happened, but uh, where I'm heading with that, when the water looks like a mirror you hardly can tell uh, the difference between the sky and the water. It is like a mirror plus the lagoon uh, enters the ocean and the colors, the turquoise colors, they are changing and it is a really really uh, reminding you on the sky and so um, for me this every time when I'm there kind of totally clear uh, that uh, why the mines called xiankan the place where the sky is born besides that it is uh, yeah once you are out there with a boat it is a virgin place I'm, I'm saying that on purpose once you are out there because when you are traveling inside the biosphere uh, with the car you will find trash everywhere. Plastic trash is everywhere. Uh, It is both ways coming from people leaving it behind there, but as well coming from uh, the ocean. And uh, that's actually very sad because well, I don't have to explain why it's sad when a national park or uh, a protected area is full of plastic waste and trash Anyway, let's start where it is located. You know, the name is uh, is clear Mayan It is uh, um, a Mayan yeah, uh, I was about to say hunting ground. Uh, fishers, obviously, were there. Uh, it is located in the south of uh, Tulum. You have two ways to easily enter it or to exit it. It's uh, one, uh, the main entrance, let me say it like that, is through the Mayan Arc, or in Spanish, uh, Arco Maya. You enter through the hotel zone of Tulum, alongside the shore or the beach. And uh, then the usual tour which everybody uh, gets to see here is uh, leading you to the fisherman village of uh, called Punta Ellen or Javier Rojo Gomez is the original name almost nobody uh, remembers this name so everybody's calling it Punta Ellen which is from the center of Tulum Uh, Roughly 50 kilometers away That's a miles around yeah 30 miles roughly it is an unpaved road once you're leaving or once you're entering the 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 biosphere you're passing the uh, the Arco Maya It is an unpaved road and I would say nine eight to nine months of the year It's a bumpy road because of a lot of potholes Uh, rain and traffic are doing yeah, are contributing uh, to that bumpy road. More and more potholes, bigger potholes. It is a bumpy ride, depending on the um, condition of the road, it can take you somewhere between two to four hours uh, to get to Punta Allen, to the fisherman's village. Um, I always say it's totally worth it, but that's a but in bold letters and know what you get yourself in. I do not recommend and actually well if you go to our website kai.tours k-a-y.tours, you look at Sian Khan full day you see a, 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 yeah, well, a claimer saying that uh, people with back problems or uh, young children are not supposed to do this tour. You're entering a very Well, first of all, it's a national park where there's hardly any cell phone reception. I personally know two points in the entire uh, way down to Playa del Carmen. I'm sorry, it was a long day. To Punta Allen, I know two points where you get a cell phone reception. And one of of that includes standing on uh, a pole of a bridge Holding your cell phone up into the air, old school, but it works. And for the rest, I always make the joke: you have to uh, communicate well uh, with um, smoking signals. So uh, if you have an accident or an emergency, you are, well, depending, you are depending on depending on on other people driving out that bumpy road. But that's not. Um, I just tried to give you an an idea about how remote that place is, okay? So young young children under four years, I would not recommend to bring them. Um, Older people with back problems or people generally spoken with back problems should not take that road nor the boat ride. There's a tour offered uh, with a boat. Um, These boats, they are about 7 meters 20-24 foot long. And um, they tend to get, uh, yeah, that tends to get a rough ride right when there are waves. Uh, I would say four out of five times everything is fine, but that fifth time you get a, <laughs> a, a really bumpy ride, and you never know which is the fifth time. So uh, that being said, let's get back. It is located in the south of Tulum. It has a surface, the entire. Reservoir, the entire biosphere, the entire national park has an, uh, and, and a surface covering 5,280 square kilometers. 5,280 square kilometers, that's in miles, 2,038 square miles. It's not the biggest, but I could not find it anymore. I read somewhere someday in the past that it is the third largest Protected area of uh, Mexico. Uh, Please correct me if I'm wrong. like I said I could not find I was doing a quick research here on internet, and I did not find it anymore Uh, that 5280 square kilometers or 2038 square miles that includes this the ocean the Caribbean It includes a part which is called in the south Banco Chinchoro, Escalac, that includes Cancun, the island of Cozumel, uh, the island of Contoy, which is also a protected area, it includes, it is a huge area, it includes an area where we go swimming with whale sharks, it goes all the way down to Belize, Uh, Felipe Carrillo, you look it up on the map it is just a freaking huge area which makes it so exciting and i mean it makes it so rich its biodiversity is just breathtaking i find different sources here on how many different species of birds there are first of all it is it is a place where um birds migrating birds come over the winter it's always uh, a really nice to see when starting The beginning of December, the first migrating birds come down from Canada and the US. Uh, The most eye-catching are the so-called pink spoonbills or the uh, rose uh, spoonbill, which are like, um, well, maybe it's, 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 well, they're pink, obviously, and their spoon looks like a bill, haha. They are really eye-catching, they nest here, they get their youngsters, they get their Uh, um, yeah the the birds are learning to fly here and they are heading back uh, late March first of yeah, first weeks of April they're heading back to the north and it's always nice to see um, them nesting frigate birds like I said uh, uh, frigate birds are some of the biggest birds not the they are the biggest birds of the Caribbean uh, they can get a, a span width of one point eight meters which is like six feet Uh, like i said i got different uh, sources or different numbers on how many uh, species of birds there are i always uh, tell my guests 375 that's what i read somewhere somehow now i found here 326 um Obviously, that is very hard to to say. There are over 2,000 different species or different types of plants. I uh, read that there are 104 mammals. That includes bottlenose dolphins, that includes manatees. Um, Like I said, this entire area is so rich in its biodiversity there are so many different ecosystems i only can scratch on the surface here if i give you my speech my briefing my explanation i'm giving all our guests when we are on that tour cian khan full day um i would talk to you now for the next at least three hours Um, they are like I said, the ecosystems, the the the, nat- the natural habitats. They start in the well, the coral reef. They uh, get over into the uh, swamp or the mangroves. There are four different species of types of of mangroves, which are uh, having so many different important functions in this area. They are first with this, with their. Um, roots in the ground, they avoid erosion. This area is, as everybody knows, uh, um, there is a hurricane area. There are hurricanes coming in, in the, the roots in the ground, they avoid erosion, they protect, in other words, the mainland, they protect animals. There are uh, uh, islands of, of, of mangroves in the middle of the, of the swampland, of the wetlands, in the middle of the lagoon. Those are called petens, which are, pro- uh, are protected areas for the birds. There are no natural predators in, uh, uh, on an island. There are some snakes which would be able to swim, but generally spoken, the ratio for a bird uh, getting uh, the the, the uh, yeah the possibility or the odds that a bird gets attacked uh, attacked by the by a predator on those mangroves islands are very very small. Um, talking about habitats, the um, there is a dense semi height jungle. The area. We, we get to see on the tour is actually just a fraction. We get to see the ocean, we get to see the mangroves, we get to see the wetland a bit, we get to see the, well, the coral reef when we're going snorkeling. And uh, that's, and, and maybe for a, a far distance, we get to see the semi-height uh, jungle. When we go to Mojil, we have another tour, which includes uh, um, a part of, of, of Sian Khan, there, we see, starting to see, we get to see the uh, the semi-height jungle. Um, yeah, you, hear I, I guess you hear in my voice that I'm excited. It is just such a great area. It's also, I, I cannot explain it, but it's full of great energy. I head into and Khan the moment I step on the boat. It, uh, I, I. I'm getting, I'm excited, I'm full of joy, I I have a, right now I have that smile on my face. Um, okay, well, I'm getting a bit distracted here, the surface I already told you, it's huge, 5,280 square kilometers, 2,038 square miles. Uh, 104 uh, mammals, like I said, the bottled nose those dolphins. Uh, we get to see them. I would say 90% of our tours, we get to see wild, free-living uh, bottle nose dolphins in their natural habitat. Many times they have a baby there. Where do you get to see that? There are so many people dragging their kids into a... F- I, yeah, into a... Uh, a, a dolphinarium in order to show them an, a, a poor, poor, damned animal uh, in captivity. Why would you do that? Just. Go down to Siangkan and look at these uh, animals. How they actually behave. How they teach their youngsters. They come into the lagoon. We are always starting. We are not heading down to Punta Allen with uh, the car all the way because for me it's 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 a boring ride. Uh, after one and a half hours driving in the car on that bumpy road, it's enough. I always ask the captains to come closer to towards us. Uh, It makes that tour a bit more expensive, but it saves you at least in total an hour, at least an hour of driving on the bumpy road. And so these captains, they come up the lagoon. The lagoon is very shallow. There is a... a, uh, a land strip and, and a peninsula uh, dividing the, the ocean or the Caribbean from the lagoon and so the lagoon is always very shallow and very protected from wind you hardly have waves on the lagoon where I'm heading is the lagoon is shallow somewhere between uh, 50 centimeters half a meter to three meters the max three meters uh, that is in foot two feet feet to 10 feet so it is very shallow the the water is very clear you can actually see the bottom at all times and uh, that that way we can easily spot the dolphins they come into that lagoon and because it is that shallow it is easy for them to catch fish to hunt and that's how they show their youngsters to give them as well a a positive result or an, an easy way to achieve uh, a hunting uh, uh, success. Um, that's why they come into that shallow uh, lagoon to show them the, the hunting. That is always really really lovely to, to, to watch. So um, we see the bottlenose dolphins. In the entire world there are seven species of, of, of uh, turtles. We find them all back in in entire Mexico, but here in this area we find four of them back and uh, in in Xiankan we many times as well, I would say 90%, it depends a lot on the weather, if you, um, I would say 9 out of 10 times the weather is awesome and the 10th time, well it is a, uh, I would say tricky day because there are a lot of waves, the wind is strong, it might we might catch some rain, but this is usually a quick uh, shower running through. But what I'm trying to say is uh, the visibility in the water uh, changes, and um, that makes it harder to or hard to spot the the animals and therefore the the turtles as well, which are obviously sitting on the ground and munching the seaweed. That is either uh, the the green sea turtle or the hawksbill sea turtle. We see he there um, quite frequently. Uh, we go snorkeling there many times. We see lobsters, stingrays. The last two or three times we saw even. Um, Sharks, but um, Nurse sharks. I'm sorry. I was looking for the word uh, I spent too many hours uh, in front of the computer today My brain is fried Nurse sharks if you don't bother them, they are sleeping down there. It's there, I you know, when people hear sharks, it's always like, oh my God, I never go there. Don't do that, don't act like that. Uh, it is absolutely harmless to encounter the sharks there. Um, we we just, on a side note, we go scuba diving with bull sharks, which are known to be one of, of some of the most aggressive sharks. Uh, we don't do that in Sierra Cana. let me add that to that. So, um, so the, the reef is, is there. I would, I would call it virgin, but it doesn't look like that. Let me explain to you why. When I'm there, it's always really nice to see, but always there is that um, bitter taste of looking at dead coral. And when you hear the words dead coral, you always think immediately about tourist, mass tourism, people being uh, uh, Ignorant stepping, walking or standing up on coral, which is not the case in Xi'an Khan. First of all, we all, we as Kaitos, we're always trying to go to a place going snorkeling where nobody else is. This depends as well on the weather, let me tell you that, but if the nine out of the ten times we have good weather, I promise you we we'll go somewhere where nobody else is, is going. But even there you find the dead coral and let me explain you why. It is actually, if you, if you think it through, it's very easy to come up with, a, with the answer. Uh, where a coral reef is, it's usually shallow and the waves are breaking there. That's on normal weather condition, the, the coral reef grows with that. But you remember I was telling you when I talked about the mangroves that we are in an area where hurricanes are coming in, are uh, doing the landfall. So with a hurricane everything changes and uh, actually the currents and the waves they become so strong with a hurricane that the, uh, um, the, the coral reef is getting damaged. And that is what you're looking at when you are going snorkeling in uh, uh, Xi'an Khan but once again it is for me one of the next to Cozumel and uh, uh, Isla Mujeres let me get a reference here some of the most beautiful uh, snorkeling uh, areas in my consideration we have here in this area Um, let me quickly run you through the tour like I said from Tulum from the city center down to the boat it is an hour Depends on the road. Actually, they are pay- They are doing the road once a year, and this is the time of the year. Everybody, as a tour guide, is looking for, and obviously the poor people living down in Punta Allen in the village. By the way, if you're listening, many many regards to all of you who, who, who know me. Uh, I miss you guys. I'm I'm hoping I will be down there uh, soon, and um, getting back to the to the tour. Uh, it takes roughly one and a half hours from the city center of Tulum where we usually stop in the morning for a quick restroom break getting a coffee or fresh uh, pressed juice and then we're heading down to the boat the boat is waiting for us like I said uh, and and we are heading down the, um, the lagoon towards this, uh, the fishermen's village of um Punta ellen once we're on the boat to the vrishman's village it's 20 minutes we are not heading into the village immediately because we want to see the dolphins we want to see the mangroves we want to see the birds if we are lucky we even spot manatees or crocodiles we want to see uh the see turtles if we want to go snorkeling we are usually on that boat somewhere it depends on how quickly we find the animals somewhere between two to three hours and here's a tip for you in general when you're going to mexico bring yourself sun protection and I'm not talking about sunscreen that's a different thing go buy sunscreen buy biodegradable sunscreen get those strongest you get which supposed to be around 50 or plus but what I'm talking about is a hat, sunglasses long sleeve shirts uh, and best case scenario as well long sleeve uh, pants and what we always wear as guides which are working in the in the field several days a week in the Sun is a bufanda which is like a sleeve you you uh, pull over your head over your neck over your uh, well face as well and um, that way we protect ourselves from the Sun let me tell you that uh, uh, the, if once you're on water, if it is the whale shark tour, a snorkeling tour, a catamaran tour, uh, of the, w- the Sian Khan tour, once you're on water, the surface, the reflection of the surface, the UV rays get reflected on that surface and in that way you are actually exposed twice. Double the amount of UV rays directly from the sky, from the sun, and then indirectly through the reflection of the surface. I didn't know that before I came here. It is a logical thing you would, at my consideration, you do not take that in your uh, in your consideration. So let me tell you that as well. And I'm writing it always in bold letter. Bring sun protection sunglasses long arm uh, shirt or a towel or whatever to throw it over your shoulders and uh, um, and that way you are protected during snorkeling we recommend so-called rush guards which are as well long sleeve shirts and um, yeah in that way you are protected from the Sun after all those activities and watching uh, encountering the uh, yeah, observing the animals we're heading into this fisherman village which people tell me that they're living five to six hundred people there I, I when i'm counting through there i come up with a hundred maybe 120 so <laughs> it is a very small very cute community uh very lovely people i'm always saying when i'm an old man i want to have a house down there um because of the people as well not only because of the view it is well mainly because of the people very lovely and warm-hearted people i'm not sure if that is a good english word word warm-hearted heartily, uh people with a warm and kind heart um yeah, having a lunch down there with an ocean view then we usually walk through the village because you want to see how these people are living there let me tell you that they do not have electricity around the clock so once uh, you uh, look at the puristic rudimentary uh, situation down there please keep in mind where you are you are uh, on a very very remote place in the world and um, this makes this tour so extraordinary like I said rich and scenic views rich in animals the flora and fauna of this area is just uh, stunning. I'm, uh, once again I'm very sure you hear it in my voice with uh, how much joy I am uh, talking about that. Um, I'm planning to get down there much more frequently I want to do that on a weekly basis. I want to come up with a shared group tour, small group tour, so I can get the price down. Uh, renting the cars, renting the boats is a pricey thing. So I'm trying to get that done on once a week. If you are interested, well, hit me up with an email or a tweet or whatever is your favorite way of communicating. Uh, I don't know how many minutes I'm already in here, 27 again, yesterday Marco was complaining that I'm talking too much, (laughs) Um, well I'm just excited, Uh, I probably forgot a lot of things. Uh, They are, yeah, uh, reptiles, we have the American Crocodile here as well. Uh, which is also always very, very nice to see the American and the Moraletz crocodile. In, like I said, 100 different species of birds. Uh, I, I wrap it up. It is just a, a lovely, lovely tour. I only can recommend everyone to do. It is has nothing to do with a theme park like Escaret or Explorer, all those uh, parks we have here close to, apply uh, the Carmen If you are into nature, if you enjoy animals in their natural habitat, and let me tell you, if you're a parent, you should show your your kids. And uh, I take a stand here. You should stay, uh, show your kids these animals in their natural habitat, and not go into a fucking zoo or uh, one of those they call it sanctuaries which are not sanctuaries, they say, yeah, these animals, um, they were hurt, we protect them, we help them, well, screw these guys, this is making money out of uh, animals, they, if they found them, well, they for sure got hurt uh, by humankind or human hands. And uh, uh, otherwise, I do not trust these kind of installations where they make money off animals in captivity. I take a stand here. We as Kaito take a stand here. We do not so uh, support these facilities. If you ask us, can you bring us there? I do not uh, pro- uh, support that we do not support that i'm sorry i can speak for all of us as a Kai tours team we do not protect uh, oh wow well, it was a long day support that bring your kids down to Siancan. look at the animals encounter them in their natural habitat and get your guide explain you and your kids how mother nature is actually in real life. Well, let me finish it with that. Let me wrap it up like that. My friends, I am done for today, (laughs) literally, I'm done. I'll get that thing now through the editor and upload it and then I am uh, putting my legs up. I'm done for the day. If you are still listening, you know what you are. You are freaking awesome. Thank you very much for uh, listening. If you, uh, yeah, if you enjoy the podcast, if you consider it as useful, well, please do me the favor, spread the word, share it. It would mean a lot, if not even the world, to me. Uh, give it five stars, a uh, thumb up, or stars, hearts, whatever makes it float in the internet. You know the drill. I repeat myself almost every time. When I'm finishing that podcast, subscribe. You find it as a travel tips podcast on iTunes, Google Music, Play New- Google Play Music, and as well on SoundCloud. If you want to see it on Spotify, drop me a line. So far, I haven't seen the demand yet, and um, well, that's it for me. Oh yeah, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I am uploading on a weekly basis new videos. I am getting really, really familiar with the editor and I really enjoy doing these videos. Make sure you do not miss another episode of Kai's vlog. But as well, we are uploading uh, less crappy stuff I I hide it under the vlog part, my crappy stuff, but we also upload quality videos about the Yucatan Peninsula, the Mayan Riviera, Cancun, Tulum, and Playa del Carmen area. If you have any requests, please do me the favor. Send me a text, send in the post or whatever, just drop me a quick line, say hi, can you talk about that, and uh, yeah. That's me now really wrapping it up. Thank you very much again. You are awesome if you're still listening. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Bye bye.